0: No, that's a great question are you ready right listen check this out the bible says this in first thessalonians chapter 5 verses 1 and 2 it says now concerning how and when all this will happen dear brothers and sisters we don't really need to write to you for you know quite well that the day of the lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night like a thief in the night i have a question Are you ready for when Jesus comes back? That's a serious question that we all need to be able to answer today. Are you ready for the coming of Jesus Christ? Because here's the thing, whether you're ready for it or not, he's coming back one day. Okay? And he's coming back for for a specific group of people. And here's the thing, he's coming back unexpectedly. You will never know when he's coming back because the Bible tells us he's coming back like a thief in the night. Is what the Bible teaches us. He's coming back one day like a thief in the night, unexpectedly, unexpectedly, excuse me. You know, I'll never forget when I was working at the Optimist Boys and Girls Club, the one that's right here down the street. Um, and I'll never forget. I just gotten paid and I paid all my bills. And like, I remember I had like a whole lot of extra cash left over. And I was super excited. So like, all right, when I get out of work today, I'm gonna go get me some dinner. I'm gonna go to my apartment. I'm gonna play video games all night because it was a Friday. So I was like planning like my whole evening till like the early morning, right? And so I'll never forget. I had my wallet, and we had this concession stand that had a lock on it. And I'll never forget. I went into the concession stand and I opened it up, and I put my wallet seriously on the highest shelf possible, like. It was impossible for you to even see it okay i put it up there at the very very top shut the door locked it and i walked away i was literally gone for like five minutes i was not gone very long and i was like oh shoot let me go put this in my wallet i go back to the concession stand open up the concession stand when i go in there i'm like this and i'm like what the heck i grab a chair and I pull it up, and I stand up on the chair, and I'm like, where the heck is my wallet at? I was like, what the heck, just, I was so upset. Like, I can't even lie to y'all, because like, my license was in there, my school ID was in there, like, my social security card was in there, like, all important documents and, and IDs and, notif- and stuff like that were all in my wallet. But on top of that, my cash was in there, my money was in there, I was so mad, because I remember I came out, and I was like, man who was in the concession stand i was i was trying to figure out seriously who stole my wallet because it happened so unexpectedly like i was not expecting that okay now here's the thing had i known had i known that amongst us there was a thief i probably wouldn't have put my wallet in that position I probably would have kept it in my pocket I probably would have kept it close by in my backpack and not put it up there had I known that my wallet was gonna get stolen that day that fast I would have done something completely different and I guarantee you all of you would have done the same thing right and here's the thing the same way that my wallet was unexpectedly stolen it happened super fast I didn't even see who went in there took it and whoever had it obviously i never got it back like they kept it but here's the thing it happened so unexpectedly and the bible says that jesus is coming back like a thief in the night unexpectedly unexpectedly okay now here's the thing jesus is coming back the same way all right now the here's the question that we all want to answer here why Why is Jesus coming back here today? Why is Jesus coming back one day? And here's the thing. He's going to take to take those who have lived a life set apart for him to be with him for eternity. Jesus is coming back. We talked about last month about being set apart. He's coming back for the people who have been living set apart. Okay, who have been not just talking the talk, but actually walking it out, living it out every single day, who have been set apart. He's coming for their believers and Christians who have been living set apart. Okay, now if you've grown up in church long enough, you've probably heard this word rapture. Raise your hand if you've ever heard that word rapture. Okay, if you've never heard that word. Okay, now most of you have, but in the church and churches and Christians, this word is used a lot. Okay, are you ready for the rapture? Because when the rapture comes, it's you know, you better make sure you're ready. That word rapture basically means this. Okay, it basically means to be carried away or for us as Christians. It means the transporting of Christians from Earth to heaven. So if you're alive when Jesus comes back and the Bible does tell us he will return. You're alive. The Bible says that you will be raptured, basically, that you will be transported from earth to heaven. Okay? You'll be transported from earth to heaven. The Bible says that the dead will rise and go to heaven, and then we will follow and be transported from earth to heaven. But here's the thing. Not everybody's going to get raptured. Because guess what? There will be some people left behind. There will be, the people who are left behind are the people who don't believe in Jesus. The people who are going to be left, If you noticed in that video, where were they at? In a church. Do you see how many people were left behind in that church? So just because you go to church doesn't guarantee that you're going to be raptured. You have to be living a life set apart. Jesus is coming back for the believer who has been living set apart so he can take them from earth to spend eternity with him in heaven. All right? Now, the next question is this now that we know why he's coming back like a thief in the night the next question is this when because like let's be honest if you knew when jesus was coming back oh you'd make sure that your life was correct like you would forgive everybody who's hurt you you would be like yes ma'am no ma'am to mom and dad you'd be so polite cleaning your room doing the dishes you'd be on your best behavior you'd be front row and youth group with your bible open like oh yeah jesus coming back like tomorrow so i want to make sure i'm right you know what i'm saying you would be completely perfect you would try to live as perfect as possible right you would want to be ready but here's the thing there's something that we need to understand matthew chapter 24 verse 36 says this remember the question was when when is this going to happen when is jesus coming back like a thief in the night when is rapture going to happen well matthew 24 verse 36 says this Jesus said this. He said, however, no one knows the day or the hour when these things will happen. Not even the angels in heaven or Jesus himself. Only God the Father knows when this is going to happen. So here's the thing, guys. There's so many people. I'm pretty sure you've probably seen it on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. If you have Facebook, any social media outlet, everybody has always been like, Jesus is coming back on this day. Jesus is coming back on this day. And the truth is this. Nobody knows when Jesus is coming back. Even Jesus himself, the Bible says, you just read it with me, doesn't know. Only God the Father knows. Not even the angels in heaven know. And I love what Pastor Furman said on Sunday morning because he said, if Jesus knew he loves us so much, he would have spilled the beans and told us, look, I'll be back on this day, this year, this time specifically, because he loves us that much. Okay? But God Kept it to himself. So here's the thing. When is this going to happen? We don't know. That is why I asked you this question earlier. Are you ready? What if Jesus was to come back tonight at midnight? Would you be raptured into heaven with him? Would you be raptured? Or would you be left behind? And we're going to talk about what happens with, when you get left behind. If you get left behind. What tribulations and dark, dark years come with being left behind when will this happen? We don't know. OK, but here's some good news. I got some good news. Jesus did tell us that this is that this event was going to happen. So that's good. At least Jesus said, hey, listen, this is going to happen. OK, he, he could have not told us he could have kept it a complete secret. Right. But he t- he made sure that we all knew, hey, I am returning. OK, I will return. And Paul talks about how when he returns, he's going to be like a thief in the night. And he even gave us some signs to look for, okay? He even gave us some signs to look for. So the good news is Jesus did tell us that this was going to happen. And another good news is he actually gave us some signs that we can read in the Bible that can help us kind of of look at it and be like, you know what? Jesus is close to returning, okay? Now, check this out. What are some signs we can look for? Well, the Bible says this in Matthew chapter 24 verse 37. The Bible says when the son of man who is Jesus returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. When Jesus comes back, it will be just like it was in Noah's day. Now, if you're like me, when I read that for the first time, I was like, what we talking about the dude Noah like 1000 plus years ago in Genesis? Like, the dude who built the ark, the dude who encountered the, the flood, the dude, you know, who had all the animals in his boat, and his ship, whatever. That Noah, what in the world does that dude and the time that he lived in have to do with when, when Jesus comes back? Okay? What does that have to do with anything? Well, let's look at it. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 7 says this. All right? Let's rewind all the way back to the very beginning. Okay, the Bible says this, it says the Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on earth. And he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he ever made them. Hey, that's that's harsh. That's how bad it was on earth during Noah's time. Okay, he got so he was sorry he ever made them and put them on earth. Here's the thing that, that really shook me. The Bible says that it broke his heart. Okay? Now, verse 7 says, And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, I will destroy every living thing. All the people, the large animals, the small animals that stray along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. Now, jump ahead a few verses to Genesis chapter 6, verse 11 through 12. The Bible says, Now God saw... That the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. So in the days of Noah, there was so much corruption and there was so much violence. That sounds a lot like today, doesn't it? So much corruption in our governments, in our in every every and even in our families, there's corruption, and there's so much violence. You realize Lubbock is the third most dangerous city in the United States? Not Texas, not West Texas, United States, little old Lubbock in West Texas, third most dangerous city. I don't know if you guys realize this, but there's pretty much a shooting or a murder happening pretty much every night, every time you look at the news. There's so much violence everywhere, but not just here. You saw what happened in the Metroplex, in the Dallas area. There was a shooting in a school today. There's so much corruption and violence. And that's what Jesus said that, listen, as it was in the days of Noah, that's a sign to look for when I'm going to return soon. And see, so you have to look at the world around us. There is a ton of corruption and a ton of violence. That is a huge sign to the coming of Jesus Christ. And again, I ask you, are you ready? Because he could come at any moment okay he could come at any moment all right here was the problem with the people living during no during the days of noah not only did they do evil but they did it purposely like they could care less so if they killed somebody who cares if they were doing this who cares if they were being violent and beating people up who cares they were doing evil deliberately and on purpose they lived to satisfy satisfy themselves rather than to honor their creator you know what? That sounds a lot like today, too. How many of y'all know that in our world today, people live for their own selfish and satisfy their own pleasures rather than honor God who gave them life? That is everywhere in our world today. As you see this, even in amongst Christians, living to satisfy themselves rather than to honor God. Okay? That's what was going on in the days of Noah. There was corruption violence and people were not living to honor god again it sounds a lot like the days we live in today it sounds a lot like the days we're living in today okay now but here's what i love noah but not noah the bible says in genesis chapter 5 verse 8 that noah found favor with the lord okay so what happened? God told him to build a big old boat, right? He said, hey, listen, build this big old boat, and we're gonna, you're going to ha- get two of every animal, uh, take your family with you, your sons, their, your sons' wives, and all that, okay? And you know what's crazy? Here's what's crazy, okay? You know how long it took Noah to build the ark? 100 years. 100 years. 100 years. Noah lived to be 900 years old, okay? Back then, they lived a whole lot longer than we do today, okay? But Noah lived to be 900 years old, and it took him 100 years to build the ark. Understand something. They didn't have tools like we have today, okay? Hey, they, were, they were on a whole other level, all right? But here's the thing. 100 years, and in that 100 years, the Bible actually says that Noah was a prophet to the people, and you know what he did in that hundred years? God told him what, you read, what we just read together. I'm going to destroy everything. Every living creature, every human being, because of the violence, corruption, and the selfishness. Okay? You want to know what Noah did in that hundred years? He told the people, guys, God is about to destroy everything. Repent. Get your act together. He's going to destroy everything. And the people just didn't care. They went on living their everyday lives. They could care less what Noah said. And while Noah's building his ark, he's telling the people, repent, get it together, get it right. But the people didn't listen. They kept on being violent. They kept on being corrupt. They kept on being selfish and not honoring God. And, of course, we all know what happens if you've read the story. The Bible says that God caused water to fall from the sky. Again, this was weird because back then, Water didn't fall from the sky like we have today. It didn't rain from the sky. Water came from the ground. And the Bible says that that's why everyone thought Noah was crazy. Because like water doesn't come from the sky. And then all of a sudden it started pouring from the sky. And, of course, God did what he said he was going to do. He wiped, he killed, and destroyed every living creature on the earth because of their wickedness, their violence, their corruption, and selfishness. And what's sad is that Noah tried to tell them, hey, this is going to happen. But they chose not to listen. In the same way, that's what I'm doing today. I'm praying that you're hearing what it is that I'm saying. Because one day Jesus is going to return. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know what day, what month, one year. I don't know. But what I do want to know is, are you ready? If he was to come tomorrow morning, are you ready if he was to come next year are you ready if he was to come tonight are you ready it's a serious question that we have to answer okay now matthew chapter 24 verse 37 through 39 says this says when the son of man returns it will be like in the days of noah in those days before the flood the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time noah entered his boat people didn't even realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away that is the way it will be when the son of man comes back everyone's going to be living their lives going to school driving in airplanes going to weddings going to parties and no one's going to have a clue what's about to happen because, again, remember, the Bible says he's coming back like a thief in the night, unexpectedly. And people are going to be living their everyday lives not expecting Jesus to return. And all of a sudden, it's going to happen. The Bible goes on to say that there were two people in the field and one vanished, okay? That's what it's going to be like. It's going to be like it was in the days of was So. What is the rapture? It is the transporting of Christians to heaven, okay? That's why Jesus is coming back like a thief in the night, to take those who have been living set apart to heaven with him for eternity. When is this going to happen? We don't know specific dates, times, but we do know it's going to happen. But we, and what we also know is that Jesus said that there are some signs that we can look at in the Bible. And one of the most important signs is this. As in the days of Noah, so will it be when Jesus returns. There was corruption, violence, selfishness, greed, hate, all that was going on. People wouldn't listen to the prophet. You know, it's, again, that's a lot like today. We don't like listening to other pastors or preachers when they talk about Jesus. But man, I would encourage y'all. I would encourage y'all, remember, just like in the days of Noah, just what's going to be like when Jesus comes back. And so the signs are there. All right? The signs are there. Now I'll leave you with this. Are you ready? Are you ready for when Jesus comes back? Because here's the thing, he is returning. Ready or not, here he comes. And the question tonight is simple. Are you ready? Because he's coming back like a thief in the night. And he's coming back for those who have been set apart, who have been living set apart. Now, I know what you're asking, Carrie, how do I get ready? It starts with a simple decision to say, Jesus, I want to live for you. I don't want to be, I don't want to live apart from you. I want to live for you and be set apart for you. I'll, that starts with a simple decision to say, Jesus, I give you my life. That's how it starts. Okay that's one way to get ready from there you go through discipleship and just grow and just stay connected with jesus by coming to church reading the word prayer this is why we encourage you guys hey man make the effort to be at church okay seriously because it's so important okay are you ready because he's coming back like a thief in the night for those who have been living set apart okay bow your heads with me real quick you know, if you're here tonight, I want to I ask you a simple question. If you're here tonight, you can honestly say, Carrie, I am not ready. If Jesus was to come back at this very moment, I don't know if I would be raptured to heaven. I don't know if I would be transported from earth to heaven. I don't know if I would be left behind. And Carrie, I want to make sure I am ready. If you're not sure and you know you're not ready, I just want you And and you say, I want to be ready. I want to be ready, and I want to just say a simple prayer. I just want you to raise your hand. Just be honest. Be like, thank you. You're not the only person who's raising your hand. Thank you so much. Leave your hand up for a second. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. Leave your hand up. That's good. That's so awesome. Now, with every head bowed, every eye closed, and keep those hands up, I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you so much for every single teenager whose hand is up right now, Father God. Lord, I pray that you would give them direction, guidance. And Lord, I pray right now that you would just encounter them with your love and your grace and let them know that you love them so much. Repeat this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me my sins. I accept you into my heart. And I want to live for you from this day forth. And so, Father, I thank you for that, Lord. I pray, Father God, that we now are all ready for the return of you, you, Jesus. And Lord, I pray that we can be an example to our family members, our friends at school, and Lord, we can be a witness to our friends at school, Father God. Because guess what? Jesus, you are coming back like a thief in the night, unexpectedly. And Lord, we want to be ready, and we want our friends to be ready. Give us a heart to love those and reach those who don't know you so that they don't get left behind father god we thank you we love you in your name we pray amen i would encourage you guys those of you who raise your hand hey you made an awesome step of faith by saying you know what i want to be ready for when jesus comes back and that's a great thing because guess what when i was a teenager i didn't know this like i do today all right so remember he is coming back like a thief in the night, unexpectedly. And here's the thing. It's nothing to be scared of if you're a believer in Jesus. If anything, this is something to look forward to because God is going to take us. Jesus is going to come take us and we can live in our mansions in heaven and with him for eternity. No pain, no suffering, no more death. We'll be reunited with our loved ones. This is an exciting event. The only reason why it's scary is if you're not ready and you're not living for Jesus. Then there's a reason to be afraid because you're going to get left behind. And there's some crazy things that will happen. We're going to talk about that in in the next few weeks, okay?